0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vitamin Leads, your healthy dose of leadership. This is your host, TJ Reed. I am so excited to be back with you this week. Last week was an exciting week. We reached our 100th episode. We did that special interview with Jess Reed on living a life of no regrets. If you haven't had the chance to listen to the interview with Jess Reed of The Keto Fit, uh, please do take a chance to listen to that. I just heard some great feedback from people on how they were challenged to live a life of no regrets and to really get to know who they are so they can live well uh, with their time and with their lives and as leaders in their life. And so... Uh, Thank you for the feedback that we've gotten there. And so going forward from here, we've reached the 100 episode mark. Uh, One of the changes we're going to make is we're going to actually do an episode once a week. In the past, we had been doing three a week as we wanted to break it down into some more bite-sized chunks. But one of the things we found is that so many of you, what you'll do with the episodes is you'll just, uh, binge listen to them same way that we do with Netflix. Let's do a bunch at the same time. And I had heard some just anecdotal stuff from some of you that it, f- it felt like you were getting behind on the podcast when you come back and realize there were six or nine since the last time that you had listened. And so we're hoping to condense that, give you one a week. It also gives you something that's maybe a little bit more meaty, uh, To be able to listen to. And so I hope that you'll listen to it. I hope you'll share it. We'll do a a brief recap on our YouTube uh, channel. Uh, We'll do two to three minute recap of the episode. And uh, I I just hope it's helpful and beneficial. But with what we're seeing and what we're hearing from you, uh, that's one of the changes we're making. I look forward to it. And I look forward to having you continue to join us for Vitamin Lead. And so today we are almost at the end of October and it is absolutely starting to feel like it outside. But as we get towards the end of October, it's Halloween season. And so I'm sure like me, you've been seeing all the advertisement for the new horror movies, or you've been seeing the scary masks. And so I thought it'd be kind of a fun episode to talk about scary supervisors. How many of you out there have had a scary supervisor before that you're just like, it scared the hell out of me going to work every day with some of these scary supervisors. And so uh, I've had some of them myself. And so uh, what I want to tackle today is what I did was I just took kind of like three typical characters of the Halloween season that I wanted to share with you and share how that's somewhat like a, a supervisor that is scary in what they do. And so... The, the fact is, is we've all had these scary supervisors, but if we're not careful, we can become them as leaders. Ouch. I remember, uh, you know, maybe a year ago or so watching The Office and where I used to groan watching Michael Scott do things, I was like, oh, crap. I've kind of become Michael Scott in a couple ways. <laughs> I really need to pull back on that. And so uh, maybe like, like maybe like me with Michael Scott, you're going to hear one of these scary supervisors and go, oh, shoot, I probably got to improve on that so that I can help my team members uh, so that I'm not the scary supervisor coming their way. So the first one is this. It's a Dracula supervisor. Now, here's what Dracula supervisors do is that they will drain your time. Sometimes it's because they don't have enough work of their own or because they're procrastinating on the work that they have to do, but they will come in and they will make a mess of your time by talking at length for long periods of time with you, for just cracking up and screwing around. This is like, I mean, I'm going to go back to the office, but this is like when Michael Scott put in his two weeks notice at Dunder Mifflin where he's, you know, taking the sticky hand and (laughs) slapping it against the back of Jim's chair and stuff like that. And so, um, but Dracula, they're the people that drain your time. And so if you're dealing with a scary supervisor, Dracula, uh, that's doing this, one of the antidotes to a Dracula supervisor is you can begin to ask them, say, say something like this. Say, hey, listen, I really enjoy these talks. I love getting to know you. I love getting to hear kind of like where you're coming from, but I am falling behind on my work. Can you help me to prioritize what's important so that I can still enjoy these conversations but not miss the work that I need to do? Because that puts it back into perspective that, hey, listen, what you're asking me to do from an employee standpoint is kind of colliding with what you're asking me to do as being a listener and a participant in this constant conversation or distraction that you're bringing my way. And so it helps to put it in perspective for them that they might not even be thinking about at a certain point. And so those are Dracula supervisors. If you've ever had one, uh, you know who they are. Now, other supervisors, There's the Freddy Krueger supervisor, right? You know who Freddy Krueger supervisors are, right? Freddy Krueger would show up in your dreams and in your nightmares. And these are supervisors that demand that you're on call every waking hour. And if they could invade your dreams, they would to ask you to do more tasks. And so if you've ever worked for a supervisor like this, they can feel inescapable sometimes. And so Just one of the really simple things is that you've got to set boundaries to your life because you're more than your job. You really are. Um, And be careful not to resent what you permit. I think some people roll their eyes at the boss that they have. Can you believe that this boss is doing this with me? I can't believe that they would... Act this way, blah 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 and but the problem is is that you 're the one that continues to allow them to call you at all hours you 're the one that continues to do the work at all hours, and so if you 're not careful to set boundaries you can you can be serving Freddy Krueger, <laughs> and for somebody that 's driven for somebody that 's um really good at their job and sometimes obsessive, this is some of the way that Steve Jobs was um, they'll, they'll eat that up and they'll take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. And so it's really important that when you have a Freddy Krueger supervisor that you recognize it and you set your boundaries and listen, it's not too late to set your boundaries. Like you can start if, if they get frustrated with it, they they can get frustrated with it. But the fact is, is if you're valuable to them in the work that you're doing, uh, they'll adjust with you. It'll, it'll take some frustrating, tense conversations but they'll get there and so um and if they fire you (laughs) well that's probably not somebody you want to work for anyways because if they're invading your dreams at all times then that's that's gonna suck it's not gonna be a fun life but I, I was reading um the business messaging company called Slack. Have you heard of them before? If you haven't, you should check it out. They're really well known, um, really highly valued in the uh, work technology sphere, but they're a work communication tool similar to Skype or things like that, where people have conversations around projects that they're doing in the office. And it's really interesting to me that for Slack... They actually require that their employees don't send messages to each other after 6.30 p.m. because they don't believe that it's healthy or helpful. And so uh, if you get on there and you send a message after 6.30 p.m., they say, hey, thank you for sending this message to your teammate. They won't be responding to you. We're not going to deliver this until tomorrow morning when we're back in the office. Um, and, And we encourage it take the time to be with family, with friends, with whatever. And so I thought that was so interesting that somebody that uh, created a technology for business messaging that for for many companies, they continue to invade more and more and more personal time. They've actually set the rule that they're not going to respond to that stuff until after, once they get past 6.30 PM. And so I think that's really useful knowledge. Because I I think that we're gaining a lot of unhealthy, stressed out people with the way that technology has invaded our personal lives. And so I'll I'll talk about that more in the future. Uh, And I'm not somebody that believes that you just got to have perfect balance and Zen to everything in your life. But I do believe that there needs to be parameters and boundaries so that you can be your healthiest, most refreshed self uh, when you're expected to perform in work tasks. So those are the first two scary supervisors. You got the Dracula who drains your time and the Freddy Krueger who demands your on-call every waking hour and would invade your dreams if they could. When we come back to Vitamin Lead here in just a moment, we're going to talk about the third one, and that is the ghost supervisor. And then we'll finish up uh, and finish up for the week. But we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Talk to you soon. All right. So we're back here on Vitamin Lead, and we are talking about scary supervisors In the first part of the podcast, we talked about Dracula's, people that either don't have enough work of their own or procrastinating on their work, and they end up draining your time and how you can work with them on that. Then we talked about Freddy Krueger's, people that demand your own on call every waking hour and would invade your dreams if they could. And so how important it is to set boundaries with those folks. Then the last scary supervisor I want to talk about is the ghost supervisor. Have you ever had a ghost supervisor? This is somebody that is nowhere to be found. That your desire to get feedback, approvals for budget, just even help answering a simple question that this person is never to be found. And so um, ghost supervisors can be challenging depending on the accountability that they have above them. And so um, obviously you can pull the trump card that if it gets so bad that the person's just never around and their boss doesn't know it, share it with their boss. like. I wouldn't recommend that unless you've gone every route to try to communicate with this person. But that is is an option for you. Um, but ghost supervisor is nowhere to be found. Couple ways that you can work with these folks. Whenever you're interviewing to work for a company, or even if you're you've already been working with them, it's really important to understand from your boss. How do you like to communicate? How do you prefer to communicate so that we can get business done throughout the week? For some people, they prefer a record of emails. They prefer uh, those sorts of things for me, one of the ways that I like to communicate is if somebody sends me an email, I I really manage by walking around. And so I'll get up and actually walk to that person's office because especially if it's something that's going to require some sort of dialogue, I'd rather not do eight emails back and forth with somebody. I'd rather go have a conversation with them and talk through the things that we need to talk through. And so understanding where they're, communication style, what their preference is. So maybe they like to be texted if depending on the type of work that you're doing, maybe they like to be emailed, maybe they prefer phone calls. Um, but know what their communication preference is, is a great way to work with ghost supervisors. Um, but then also set a weekly meeting where you, if you go, if I don't get to communicate with you at all, the whole rest of the week, um, I know that there's a standing meeting where I can bring this list of things that I may need answers to, and find that out from you, and so uh, those are really helpful. If. Maybe your supervisor is a ghost supervisor because they're actually being pulled in a lot of different directions. And so that happens too, that you may not get to see them. So that's why it's even more important that when you come to a weekly meeting with them, you're well-researched, you've looked up the reasons that you'd like to do these decisions or move in this direction, and that you can have a healthy dialogue within that half hour or that hour that you do have their attention. And so uh, make sure that if your boss is especially busy, Um, that you come prepared and you're not just dumping on them and not having any solutions or answers to bring to the conversation. And so uh, that's just a couple ways that you can help to manage ghost supervisors. So we talked about Draculas that drain your time, Freddy Krueger's that invade every waking hour, and then ghost supervisors that are nowhere to be found. And those are just some of the ways that you can help uh, mitigate against some of these scary supervisor tendencies. I hope it's helpful because... If you've ever worked with one of these types of supervisors, you know how important it is to not become that. So you have a choice if you're gonna be a supervisor like this. And if you've been one of these supervisors, I encourage you to have an open dialogue with your team members and apologize first, and then ask how you can work together to make the relationship better as you work together towards common goals. So what are you gonna be this Halloween? What type of a supervisor are you gonna be? I've showed you some of the negative side, but what are you gonna to choose to be? Uh, you're never too late to make a change in the way that you're leading your team and the way that you're supporting your team. So I encourage you, be a great listener, be present, don't invade boundaries, and especially understand what the boundaries are if it's not clear right now. Um, Be careful how you drain the time of of your people. You absolutely want to be friendly and getting to know them, but you don't want to invade their time so much that they can't get the work you're expecting them to do done. So it's your choice, Vitamin Lead. I hope that that's helpful to you. Hope that you'll reflect on that this week. And then if you have some feedback from me on scary supervisors that you've had or ways that you're hoping to be different this uh, Halloween season, I would love to hear from you. Email us at vitaminleadteam at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. And listen, if you're liking Vitamin Lead, would you comment, like, share it. Would you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts? Would you just share with people that you know about this podcast so that we can continue to grow this audience as we finish out the rest of 2019 and into the the coming year as well. So thank you, friends. You've been listening to Vitamin Lead, Your Healthy Dose of Leadership, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.